From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you so much for getting up early this morning and joining us here on the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Carlos the Cubano, Redneck, and uh, Bill George, and Diego. We can't forget lowly Diego. He's also here as well. And I did want to say good morning and welcome in, as I did last weekend, uh, some new listeners that I got to meet this uh, past week. Really nice folks. Uh, Brendan Huff was one guy that was uh, that I got the pleasure of meeting out there. Uh, Brendan Huff and his uh, buddy J.D. Anders. Uh, those uh, those guys would like to say hi and good morning and don't make me make your life miserable. Uh, <laughs> carry on, do what you got to do, and I uh, just wanted to say hello and welcome to them, hmm. and uh, then let everybody else know while we're in hour number two and people starting to wake up. I'm sorry. I know you have my phone number, but uh, ammo is still not around. And if it is around, you can curse the technologies that you're enjoying right now for the lack that you cannot find it. Because as soon as someone say named Carlos walks into a store and says, "You got nine millimeter? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll take a box or two boxes," and then they immediately get on the phone. And it's gone before. Well, heck, I was in line the other day, and I needed to pick up some 9mm. There was a good little stack there in front of me. And by the time I got up to the front of the line, it was about done. Yeah, I'm telling you. Speaking of which. And that's just with everybody going in that line saying, oh, you got that? Let me have two. Speaking of which, I, I need to. I need to. Need to what? Boxes of nine. Don't have any. And you're only allowed one now, sir. I thought you put them aside for me. What? No. I'll go with Bill. Uh, He'll put the other one. Don't put anything aside, man. Can't do that. Trust me, man. NG. NG. I think I could actually, I actually, uh, I could make money on the side. People are like, if I give you my credit card or I give you my name, can you just like hold it and put it there till I get there? I'm not going to be able to get there until like, you know, 630 or whatever. And you're like, ah, dude, I can't do that. Hey, we got a call. We got a caller maybe today, okay? Just so you know. Okay. Well, then you did yours real quick. I got to give a shout out to all the folks at uh, Green Cove this morning at the Pig Show that are listening. Green Cove. Green Cove. Cove. Green Cove Springs. Green Cove Springs. Well, see, now it's Can Green Cove. Then it's Green Cove. Well, it's Green. Then Cove it's Springs. Green Cove Springs. What is it? It's Green Cove Springs, but you know everybody knows it's Green Cove. Well, we don't know it at all. Is it a spring or is it a restaurant? Is it a what is it's it? It's a town in the state of Florida. I have never heard of Green Cro- Cro- Green Clove Cove Green Springs. Is it on the water? Springs. No. Then how's it a cove? I don't know. Is Ask it the like why are you the not asking? The, you're promoting a town you don't even understand. I don't ask questions about people when they name their town. <laughs> is it like Sun City Center or the Villages guess, or something? I don't, I don't know. First person there got to name it. Ask him. I don't know. Well, get him on the horn. We'll talk to him. That's what you get when you sit in between the clowns. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's uh, what happens. 
the other thing I wanted to uh, bring up was what? What is it? Oh, he's writing stuff down. And the ballots are in, and our projected winner is. Yeah, that's. Um, I know who that is on line one. Is he? Uh, is he on the phone? Yes, sir. So we could talk to him now. Yes, sir. Well, then I guess I'll hold on to what I got because this guy's apparently more important than I am. So go right ahead. Screen's not working. Good Mr. morning, Tom. Tom. Are you there? Good morning. Hey, Tom. Now your last name. Uh, let me get Lockton. it back. Lockton. Yes. L o c k t e n. T o n. Well, you know it's a Cuban spelling. Lockton. Okay. Yeah. So it's all good. Now you are from the the T L L Productions, and some people may know what that is. Some people may not. Uh, let me put it out a different way. Uh, you're one of those guys that's with the uh, Reinhardt 100, right? That's correct. Yeah. We are hosting the Reinhardt 100, the first time in four years it's back in Florida. Yep. And we are going to have it at the resort at Canopy Oaks in, on uh, County Road 630 in Lake Wales, Florida. Wow. Okay. Close. I, another place I've learned of a new city or place in Florida that I've never heard of before. Where exactly is that one over outside of Lake Wales? South just of? Outside of, just outside of Lake Wales, between Frostproof and Lake Wales on on County Road 630. Okay. And uh, the event is how many targets, how many okay. stations? It, yeah, it's, it's 100 targets. And these are life-size 3D targets right. for archery. And we are going to have 100 targets. You get to shoot the African or the North American, and we will be starting on the 9th and running through the 11th, and we also have uh, different special events going on, like an Iron Buck contest and an Iron Forest contest and other special events going on at the same time. This this is the tournament. For people that don't know, this is the tournament that they held in Tampa for several years oh, yeah. that you have and when Tom says you're shooting at life-size targets uh if you've ever wanted to shoot at a giraffe or any other animal like that from the african side uh doll sheep and all that on the north, north american, american side i mean that target's going to be there for you hey, to shoot at what do you do with the slightly used targets they basically take them back, and we put new uh, inserts in them and keep using them. Okay. I know that the, yeah. I know the one year you guys had, like, uh, the, the, the giant T-Rex, and then you had the alien from uh, the movie Aliens one year. Uh, you've actually had some pretty wacky stuff out there for, like, kids to Sasquatch. sling arrows at before. Uh, now, that, yeah. You guys do a great job with this whole thing. Now this is. Oh yeah, we're, we're we're hoping to have the T Rex back this year. Nice. And this is this is field points, correct? Field points only, and a maximum. I mean, if you shoot the men's and women's open, you're going to do a maximum of uh, of uh, forty five yards. But we have we have stakes out there for every uh, uh, age group and everybody. This is a family event. Just come out, and you're going to enjoy it. We're hoping to get about 500 shooters out there, and we're hoping you guys come out and do a remote course on Saturday and and enjoy it and have a good time. What day was that again? 
This is April 9th through the 11th. Oh, Wait, Joe, he's, he's writing season. that down. That's yeah, turkey that's, season. That's, that's turkey season, so you can count Bill George out. Well, <laughs> no, we've we've also had the uh, Tenerock thing that happens right around that time. Hey, Tom, so. I'm gonna put in a request for a Willie Mammoth for next year. I want a Willie. Oh. Ma- I want a Willie Mammoth <laughs> uh, <laughs> archery. Three now, never find your arrow. <laughs> this is obviously it's a multi-day thing, but. Does a shooter come out any one of the days and shoot the course, and then at the end they have like a a, a deal, or what? What is it? Right. Well, you can shoot uh, any of the three days. Uh, on Friday, we will be running only the African side, which is fifty targets. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday, we'll be running both the North American and the African side, and then at the end, we uh, add up all the stuff and give out. Uh, Give out the awards and everything on it. So, okay. how much does it cost for somebody to come in there and uh, and play around and fling arrows all day? Well, if you if uh, an adult, it will cost you uh, if you pre-register, which we 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 suggest you do that. Uh, let me. It would cost you. Uh, hang on, I'm getting there, guys. I'm I'm doing a terrible thing here. What's the website? Website is r100.org. O-R-G. Don't feel bad. Bill George wrote on a plate. <laughs> do, do, you well, have, do you have the amount? Yes, the amounts are on there and everything. Uh, when you go to the website, uh, you'll see everything on there. The details are on there. We're up there. Here we go. Here, uh, an adult pre-registration, thirty-five for one day, fifty for two. Uh, adult, the day of the event is forty. Forty for one uh, for fifty targets, or sixty for the two day. Youth registration, which is eleven through sixteen, uh, is one day is fifteen, two days is twenty. That's pre-registered. That's pre-registered. Okay. Day uh, day of the event, it will be twenty for a for one day and twenty five for the other day. And anybody under ten years and under, they get to shoot one day for ten dollars or two days for ten dollars. Oh, there you go. That's pretty cool. So right. you know, if uh, father son, mother daughter, mother daughter, mother son, whatever. I mean, they want to get mm-hmm. out there and do their thing. That's a pretty right. good little weekend, two days worth of shooting. And right. uh, out in the country, go out there and have a good time. And now that money that's being raised for that also, I'm sure, pays for the event, but that also goes for prizes, prize money, that kind of thing? Yes, there's prizes and everything that come with it. And uh, they give, we give out some great great prizes. We've give, They've given out bows before and all sorts of neat targets and everything else out. And it's, uh, it's really great. We... Yeah. Uh, we also, on Friday, now on Friday, we'll be shooting, and uh, registration will start at noon on Friday, and we'll be shooting the uh, African side. On the other two days, Saturday and Sunday, registration will start at 7.30 in the morning. Now, now Tom, what about uh, lodging and stuff like that? Are they going to have it? What's that? Lodging and everything. Is there going to be that available? Yeah. or? Yes, uh, there's RV camping right out there, right on site. 
everybody, anybody that wants to come out and everything, there's there's some great sites. They're going to have discounts on the our RV camping right there on site. Um, there, uh, we do have a few local um, hotels in the area that you can if, if people want to come. Uh, we don't have any uh, uh, primitive siding or tent tent camping, but we do have RV camping right on site. Good deal. Good deal. Sounds pretty good. Well, listen, as we get closer, we want to hear from you again. All right, Tommy? We sure will. We'll give you a shout back and make sure everybody's coming out. Yes, sir, Thanks, man. bud. All right, we'll talk a little bit more about it after we hang up on you. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. See you, Tommy. That's Tommy locked in, of course, with TLL Productions. There they go, uh, folks who are going to bring in the R100 archery event that's coming in pretty soon. It's going to be out at the Canopy Oaks. The big giant RV resort out there around Lake Wales, and uh, we hope maybe we'll see you out there. What did you say, April? April yep, 9th. April, April, April 9th. 9th. So here we go. We did some big and wild outdoors. Taking a fast break. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Every show that ever came into town. Every single one. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Carlos, and Bill hanging out with Diego this morning here in the studios at the Beasley Broadcasting Empire. We are live and in person. If you'd like to give us a call, you know you can. It's always there. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. And uh, we'll answer your questions, bicker, argue. Say hello, happy birthday, whatever it is. Uh, we're here for you. We're, 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 we're here for you. We're all here for you. Uh, uh, I was talking about the ammo dealio going on, and being somebody who's like Jonathan in the on the retail side of it, at least uh, uh, as much as we can be, I, I, I'm kind of isolated away from everything else that goes around you. It's kind of like... When uh, you're on the morning show at WQYK and people go, man, did you hear what Bubba did this morning? You're going, how the hell am I going to hear what Bubba did? I was asleep. I, I was doing my show. How do I hear what he I did? I don't have any idea. So when people come in, they're like, they tell us what's going on in other gun shops or whatever. Man, you should see what they're charging over there now. You should see what they're getting over there. And, da, 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 da. and I never really paid any much attention to that because... You know, I'm not in an ammo shortage situation or anything like that. And, uh, but I went sat down looking for some 40 cal yesterday for somebody, for a friend of mine and a uh, friend of ours, actually, and uh, started looking at other sites that, that the general public has to go wade through oh, to try to find ammunition. Good luck. Well, it's not only the good luck part of it, but when I did find it, I was literally... Place order now. We will let you know when it ships. I was literally going, are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? Are you, how, do you, how do you even sleep at night charging somebody this much money? I saw a pack of Aguila... Like a baby. A pack of Aguila, 50 rounds of 22, and they literally wanted $54 for it. $54 what? for a pack of 50... 22? 22 long rifles. Holy moly. 
I'm rich. And I was like, <laughs> I said, if this is what the general public are actually up against every single day, it's no wonder we'd never have ammunition because they walk in, they go, how much for a box of knives? It is rare, rare when you get somebody and you walk in there and you go, it's $24, and they go, uh, how many of those can I get? I mean, they'll literally, yeah. they, 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 uh, they'll, because that's when you get it, they'll go, up at blankety blankety blank, they're charging fifty three dollars for that same box. You guys are half price, twenty four bucks, and and next thing you know, they're there every single day because you're allowed one box per day per person. Oh, they cut it down. And so yeah, and so they're literally they're driving by on their way to work or coming home or whatever, swinging in, pick up a box, swing in, pick up a box, swing in, pick up a box. Uh, I, it's crazy, and, that, and now people say, "Well, and why?" Before don't... you know it, you see it posted on the internet for sixty-four dollars a box. Well, I, I said that when we had five seven, we were selling it so cheap. Free enterprise. People were using it for currency. Hey, they were using it for currency. They're using it for trade. They... Excuse, pardon the pun. Nobody's putting a gun to their head, and making them buy it. They'd come in and say, "What do you want for that five seven? And you go, "You laugh because you know no, exactly no, what I'm talking no. about." <laughs> Thirty-two bucks, and they would go. Well, Blanky Blank is charging $55, and uh, you can't find it for less than 60 online. I'll take two boxes of it. Listen. And they'll trade for whatever but, it is. But, and I'll say this, and this is exactly the argument I had this week about capitalism. Guess what? Your choice is, do you pay that per box, or do you try to find it cheaper somewhere else? But, you, but the problem is now you're at a point where you can't find it exactly. cheaper anywhere the, else. The thing is... The whole can you sleep with yourself at night? When we started doing the alligator business, you know, the alligator equipment business, I looked at it, and there was people who were charging $27 yeah. for a 12-watt hook yeah. with weight on it. And I, I'm like, I can't do that. And I sell that hook all day long for $6. And I've done it for many years at the exact same price as $6. And that's why people buy four of them. And, and, and I just... Could I have gone out there for the twenty-seven dollars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might not make as many sales, but you know, you're going to make just as much money. Or, or do I go where I can sleep at night, charge what I can reasonably be making a little bit of money on, and yet still give them a good deal? And that's that's well, the route I chose I, to take I, my I, business. What what gets me is when you look at the big box store type places and stuff. I literally, I know that they have like their pro staffers and some other things like that, but. Are the people that are actually in charge of making the prices, do they actually go and shoot? Do they not live in the real world? When you're asking well, 50-something dollars for a pack of 22 long rifles, well, I the mean, thing is, that, that right there, when I say sleep at night, that is either somebody who has n- no idea what the hell the price should be on that, mm-hmm. has never bought a, a box of it in their life. No, it's or, some guy with a calculator in an office. Who went to college and got a degree on supply and demand. But, you know, luckily you work at a place that it's very much, it's a, it's a hometown business, okay? And it's, it's people looking to make a lifelong customer not making the one sale that you're going to make off that person and never see them again. You're building a customer base that's going to be there year after year after year. Well, and the, you may do that by treating people right and not gouging them when you can. Well, the people that buy your stuff, they know what the prices are somewhere else. So when they see those fair prices, they call their buddies and, and they buy extra as well. So it, it really, when well, you look at it, 
you're building your business little by little, and and people are buying more because you're shipping a lot of stuff out of state, aren't you? We ship it all over. Well, yeah, and so. like the people like us is the biggest thing I say, and it's the same thing for where Braden works. We got bills to pay too. I mean, that's and that's my biggest thing is, yeah. Do I hear it? You know, well, we hear it all the time. You know, well, it's this much at such and such. Okay. Have such and such put it together for you with the staff that they have that doesn't oh. know their head from a hole in the ground. And, and and when it comes to something like a bow, that's not a purchase I t- yeah. want to make on an online thing. Me either. There, there's, there's certain things that I want to physically go in and deal with a certain type of company, and our archery setup is just that. I want that to come, and I want to have that that relationship that I build because it's I'm not qualified to do certain yeah. things on that bow, and I need somebody who can. And it's all great. You go out there and you buy it, and then the people take it to the shop, and they say, hey, can you set this up for me, and can you work on it? And the guy who I bought the bow from, he treats me well every time I come in there. You get somebody who wants to come in and get their bow set up. Hey, that's going to be a hundred bucks to set your bow up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now you're back up at the same price as if I would have just bought it from you in the first place. But people don't see that way. It, you know, when it comes to if you're turning around and buying a rubber frog, I can understand trying to get the best price on a rubber. Oh frog, yeah. Okay. But not something like a bow and, and stuff like well, that. Well, it's like it's just you've told me this, and I look at it with you with the alligator stuff. Carlos knows this. Braden knows this. To me, when you come into like our shop or G five anything like that, you go to the gun department. You talk to him. You go to a gun store. You're going. One of the things you're going in there for is the knowledge, sure, and the expertise, and that's. And I'm sorry, I remember when we took the shop over, I used to just worry and get, I mean, fret about stuff like that. And then I got, I started realizing it's just like you find a good mechanic. I mean, yep. that they're worth the money. Yeah. Sorry. I mean. I, I went to your shop over 10 years ago and I showed you I had an old bow and you ordered me some strings. You found them and you ordered them, you put them on. And you tuned up my old bows for bow fishing. Hey, where we, where, where we bring the old old bows back to life. That's right. Arrowhead archery. I know it's tough <laughs> out there. I, I just be patient. Every manufacturer that uh, is making ammo will tell you right to your face that they are not slowed They're down trying. production. And that just it's just being outstripped by demand. It's just the way it is. And and demand's going to get worse, I foresee. Uh, it, it, it could be very quickly. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Carlos Lopez, Bill George, and of course Diego. And on the phones this morning, a hometown boy who's done good. Probably better uh, uh, out there 
fishing than uh, even Carlos. Oh, for sure. And uh, maybe a name you've probably heard in the past, maybe in passing. Uh, if you don't know who he is, you must have just moved here. Uh, Mr. Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Good morning guys. How are you? Uh, we're up? good. Are you staying warm? I'm telling you, this Florida weather is driving me up a wall. But, yeah, I'm sitting in the kitchen with a beanie cap on, so uh, it's got to be cold here. <laughs> That's because you're a cracker. Kitchen? I thought you'd be out fishing somewhere. Nah, man. Uh, he's probably drinking a little bit of coffee, trying to warm up before you get out there. It's going to be quite blustery out today to be out on uh, the water, that's for sure, on a day like yeah, today. I spent, yeah, I spent the last two days on Okeechobee when the sun was shining. I got home last night. My son has a basketball game this morning, so I want to be the, the huge supporter of his first basketball game ever, so that's what i'm looking forward to so yeah no fishing today not gonna fish for a couple of days till it warms back up yeah you picked a good day not to do it <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> it's gonna be a tough one i know we got a redfish tournament going on and we have a lot of local saltwater captains who are out there fighting the elements right now trying to to get out there and get her done it's going to be kind of a tough day but for some of those who know the areas uh it's uh it might be a little easier for them to get back into backwaters but uh been wanting to talk to you for a while uh couldn't set it up man you know it's one of those things he's busy he's a busy busy guy so, so busy well, we, uh, i know so busy that they actually had to cancel the uh event last year is that correct <laughs> oh yeah that wasn't because i was busy that was because uh we just couldn't get the green flag, you know, and um, right. we put so much effort into that event every year. And we also do the same with the conservation clinic. And um, when things just don't line, the stars don't line up and you can't get commitments, it's hard to, you know, you don't want to do something kind of halfway when you've done everything all the way. And we want every kid that comes to that event to leave there with the ultimate experience. And we didn't think we, we knew we weren't going to be able to uh you know, give them that this year, and we were going to be shy of a home run. And if it's not a home run, we don't we don't want to set it up. So we're uh, fingers crossed that you know later in uh, this year things will start moving forward, and we can get the green light to to have the uh, the best tenth year of the Bobby Lane Cup ever. We're going to hold on to that tenth year until we we get to do one. I promise you that because well, it's, it's yeah. going to be special. Well, in all honesty, it will be the tenth year. So it, it's just because you had to skip a year doesn't mean that it's now automatically the eleventh. But uh, the Bobby Lane Cup that goes on, it comes out of uh, you guys head out of Camp Mac, and uh, it's always a great event. I know that uh, anybody who's done any kind of fishing uh, usually likes to be involved in it or they have their kids involved in it or somebody they know somewhere is involved in it. Uh, if, if you've ever spent any time in the fishing department at any uh, store, local box, whatever it is, uh, especially before the tournament, you usually see guys walking out with armloads of crud and you're like, oh, going to the Bobby Lane, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're all getting ready for the, the Bobby Lane Cup. So, well, is it, With the whole... Was it canceled because of the COVID for the most part and social distancing? Well, that was just, that was some of it, but we also, you know, supply and demand right now, when you have sponsors that, that can't put their products in, let's say Bass Pro, um, Academy, Dick's, whatnot, if they can't fulfill the, the customer's order, why are they going to give stuff they out can't. for free? And what we, sure. we, yeah. uh, we'd like to be able to, to leave there with a, 
with a full where the kids could have a full basket and we like to get rods and reels donated and and baits and line and you know all the goodies that they get and we weren't even i mean i made about six phone calls and and got negative negative six times in a row and i just i brought it before the board and that was the decision we started and we stuck with it um and and i hated to do it i really did because that's something we really look forward to and with the COVID, they crammed my season all the way into the first of December, so it was going to be a tough year no matter what. So, sure. um, yeah. hindsight looking back, it worked out. But the very positive thing about all of this is we did not do the Bobby Lane Cup, but um, the sponsors still came through in a big way from Polk County and all over the place. We were still still able to give away seventeen thousand dollars in scholarships, and what the cool thing about that is is. We had 17 um, kids sign up for the scholarship program, and we were able to award every one of them a $1,000 scholarship. So hats off to the support that's out there. Even though we didn't do the event, we still have some strong sponsorship, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool that um, we have never turned down a scholarship, and I hope we never have to as long as we can keep – raising the money. I think that might be our theme. We never left the kid on the dock and we've never not paid a scholarship. Now, yeah, nice. there you we go. could nice. hold to that. That'd be something pretty cool down the road. Yeah. Well, I know that, uh, as you pointed out, it's, it's usually it's easier for a retailer or a sponsor to give merchandise than it is to give money. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this past year with, uh, COVID yeah. shutting down, uh, uh, everything from manufacturers overseas to even here at home, getting supplies and, uh, it just it was easier to give money this year than it was to give uh, merchandise. I know that we had a little bit of, on the tail end for our tournament for the uh, panfish tournament. It was getting kind of tough there. Uh, you know, we were getting kind of worried because it was right at the, you know, the cusp of the whole COVIDy thing, and and uh, and stores and local stores were like, man, I got to hold on to this merchandise because yeah. I have nothing. I can't get any more. Yep. And and it right. was it was really right. tough. But now this that year, was the tough thing. they wanted to hold on to what they had because everybody wants to get outdoors and fish during exactly. this whole thing. And yeah. we're still seeing that. I don't see oh, that yeah. changing anytime soon. So the fishing, it's great for the fishing industry. And, uh, you know, if we could do away with the social distancing and the, and the masks, um, you know, I think we'll get there. We got a, <laughs> we got a little journey ahead of us, but, um, you know, I'm a uh, I'm firm believer that things will get back to to somewhat normal and we'll all of us will get back to having uh you know maybe not just be on edge at all times so to speak well, yeah the fishing by nature you tend not to be right on top of each other of course unless you're on on a hubbard's uh, boats going off the deep sea and everybody's dropping the line uh, straight i down. don't know <laughs> it depends on who else is on the lake you gotta remember if you're on that boat there's enough marlboro smoke just to kill anything i mean i might be airborne so you're all good that's true that's true cigars and marlboros you're all good but now if if this is going to happen are, are you, do you do you have a date set are there are you thinking tentatively that it's going to happen or a projection yeah, so what we do every year thanks for asking for sure but um every year we 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 book this event um the very first week of december right um so it'll be the first weekend of december is what we shoot for every single year um now we also do a conservation clinic for um guy harvey and of course yamaha guy harvey and uh starbright 
Berkeley, they all sponsor that event. We're we're hoping to do that one again in a, in around May, but we're kind of starting already to see where we're not going to be able to get that one done. So we might push that one back to the fall too. But first week in December will be the Bobby Lane Cup. That is what is on the books and scheduled right now. And um, I'm sure hoping come June or July that when we start preparing for this thing that we can we can take that bus and run it all the way because Camp Mac's been wonderful to us over the years and i i hated to hear the complaints and everybody saying we just would love to come down there and enjoy camp mac like they really enjoy just being there around the bonfire it's good times and good people all coming together for a great cause so uh we're surely hoping we can uh get it again in december the first of december this year i will say going to the uh, bobby lane cup and uh getting one of the little cabins and spending the night there during the Bobby Lane Cup is is a joyous time at Camp Mac. Lots of lots but, of RV places to take your RV to. And, but when it's the uh, when it's the airboat annual cleanup, it's a horrible place to stay because those air <laughs> those airboats start firing up at around four o'clock in the morning. It's like yeah, we're not sleeping in today. Yeah, so it it makes it a lot tougher. But well, that's good to hear. It's sad to hear that already you're thinking about an event that's planned in in May, and it's they're already talking about ending it. When you know, Lord knows what's going to happen in May. I mean, that's that's so far away. Yeah, when we did the panfish challenge, it, it it's like we're keeping going, keeping going, and we hit right in the lull of the the you know the peak had come down, went down to a low spot, and then afterwards it. it Climb back back up. Yeah, we pulled it out at the last minute. Yeah. Hey, maybe Bobby can uh, join in with us at the Pat Fish Challenge just because he's a professional bass. He's not allowed to fish. You know, (laughs) no, he's not allowed. But his kids aren't allowed either. By the way. Yeah, yeah. The kids are out too. Yeah, he comes from a long line of fishing. Or your brother, or any of his clan either. They're not allowed to to come in and. Bobby, I will tell you this. I watch year after year. Some guy in a leaky old John boat beat the people with all the matching that's shirts true. and everything else. And yeah. that's, that's just one of those events. It, 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 yeah, it's a some, great time. Some, running, yeah, some not, running nose kid always comes up with the biggest basket, so it's all good. Yeah, that was Bobby before he turned pro. <laughs> that's true. He won all the tournaments Boy, when I was in the, the lake. Truth. I got out of the club because I, I was just donating money. <laughs> so, and, and that's the reason I had to leave. I had to go other places to find that money. Sure. I was paying the bills, Carlos. I, uh, yeah. Now we know. That was a that's what started my career, man, was at Lakeland Bassmasters. And uh, I'm so glad we got to reach out this week, Carlos. That was awesome. You yeah. were passing each other early yeah, in the yeah, morning yeah. on the – I was going to Okeechobee, and you were heading over to work. And uh, here we are on the phone. But um, yeah, it's man. been a wonderful career. I'm, I've loved everything I'm doing. I'm excited about next year. I'm excited about the Bobby Lane Cup, the Conservation Clinic, and all the other cool things that we got going on. Um it's, it's all positive over on this end of the spectrum for sure. Well, Mr. Bobby Lane, we got to take a break, but it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, don't be a stranger. Don't lose our phone number. Yeah, Thanks, Bobby. I mean, you know, you can call anytime you want to if things change, and as we get closer, we'd love to talk to you more and more about it, that's for sure. And and joking around, I mean, if you and the kids want to show up out at the uh, Panfish, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, man. I'll that, keep, I'll keep it, in guys. touch. Thanks. I'll keep in touch, brother. Yeah. It's all good. Thanks for the invite, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of the weekend. Thank you, Mr. Bobby Lane. Talk to you soon. All right, we're going to take a real quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. 
We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brendan Ford. Go see him today. We'll be back. Wild Outdoors. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Thank you so much for getting up and joining us early this morning. Bill George is now on heaping helping number three. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of no. the sunrise uh, half inch casserole. by four inch wedge. Half inch by four inch wedge. You want to measure that out? It's gone already. Uh, yeah, I took two bites and. <gasps> yeah. He yeah. just opens up he like thought, a reptile. He thought, he thought we didn't he see like him. One of them we pythons in the Everglades with yeah. a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. just yep. reptilian in, in nature and just kind of swallowed around. Uh, it was really nice to get to talk to Bobby Lane. He's a really nice guy, a local guy, a good guy. Yep. Uh, he, I, Another I was, one who I respect because he beat Carlos all the time. I didn't want to. Oh, that's uh, not hard to do, man. <laughs> I didn't want to bring up the fact that it is true that Bobby Lane got so, so good at winning tournaments, especially here in the state, that. He had to go find other places. And I, I, I was going to throw in a little dig on him and say, yeah, that's why they know you by first name over in Japan. <laughs> you know, it's like you have to literally leave the country to go win tournaments somewhere else when you get so good. Yeah, I'm not playing against that guy. You, you know, it'd be like Carlos. I'm just donating money. Yeah, I, I'm, well, not, I'm not even uh, here. Uh, people fished the tournaments when he was not. <laughs> yeah. So because yeah. you didn't have a chance. I had one time that I caught a huge bass that was going to win, you know, the big bass of the day in Camp Mac. I thought I had it for sure with a 10-pounder. And him and his buddy, Rhett Lewis, I'll never forget this, came in at the end and with like an 11-pound bass or uh, bigger than mine. They had both in the tank, and I lost like 600 bucks in the pot. And I knew that day. That was, my last, cha- that was my last chance. That was my last chance. You didn't <laughs> win. You didn't. L- you didn't lose six hundred because you never had it. Yeah, whatever, man. He just everybody. He, he went kno- to cash checks. Listen, I went. You know. Everybody knows the winning thing always comes in last. Hey, him and his brothers, man. They were. They were. They were killing it. You know, and uh, and that's why all three are professional bass fishermen. The father's a phenomenal fisherman too. Sure. So I'm sure the kids are good, too. So They've done it since they were little teeny tinies, man. Yeah, man. Why not? Local kid, great guy. Doesn't live too far from me. Unfortunately, we're, everybody's busy. Nobody sees each other. Yep. We're just lucky to pass in the wind. Here well, that was a great intro for my buddy Gino, because everything you just said, you just described of Gino. What's yeah. up, Gino? Gino? I've been hearing him for like 10 years, and I've never seen him either. <laughs> What's I'll up? bring a bottle of white liquor up there. One oh, I like ah. that. I like that. Oh, gosh. I'm going to I'm going to Louisville this week, so let me see what I can find. What are you going to do in Louisville? There's not much to do there. You got to kind of get out of the town, out of the city for a little bit. Well, I have uh, some medical reasons to be up there. Oh, wait. Got a specialist doctor up there. Well, you know they made that legal in Florida now. Yeah, and you know, any, you know what? If if that six toe is really bothering you, I got a really good machete. We can take care of it. Easy. No, 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 no. It's uh, it, it the the episode happened up there three, four years ago, and uh, they took real good care of me. So right. I'm fine. I just got to get checked out. You know. Hey, when you find somebody you trust, six months with COVID. So yep. yeah, when you find somebody you trust in the medical field, you know, stick with them. Yeah, stick you'll travel. Them. It's it's all right. It's all good. 
Well, no, I called my doctor down here because he didn't really. It's not his specialty. I got a good doctor who's a surgeon down here, good friend. And uh, he told me who not to use down here for it. And I said, well, I got this guy in Kentucky. What's, what's his name? I'll check him out. I get a call 20 minutes later. Stick with this guy in Kentucky, Gino. Yeah. <laughs> get your butt on a He's plane. number one in the state, you know. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, what else is going on while you're – are you leaving today? Or are you – when you – No, no, I'm heading up Thursday. I got my girlfriend's up there, too, man. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. So now we know the real reason why you're heading back well, up there. <laughs> yeah, she's been gone a month, and damn it, I'm going to go where she is if she's not coming back this way. So, yeah. Well, she's, she's literally flying with COVID. I mean, she's a nurse. She's handling people with COVID all day, but she won't get on a plane. So, which, you know. which makes you wonder, you know. Well, that's recirculated nasty air anyway. So, you know, Oh, I no, it's the safest place. Even in California, you can pack a plane and go in, but you can't have 10 people in the house. Or at a restaurant. <laughs> or at a bass tournament. Oh, I'm sorry. It's amazing. That you can cram a subway, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. really? Well, what else is going on? Are you going to try to go fish the Ohio River while you're there? Catch yourself Man, some nice carp? Man, I wouldn't fish out of the Ohio River. Uh, you don't have to eat them. You just catch those big, nasty carp. Get out there with some carp dough. They got those paddlefish up there. Yeah, they do have those, too. Oh, uh, if you catch one of those, man, send us a picture. You know, they snatch hook them, and there's always people drowning up there because they snatch hook fish, but they don't know how to, they don't know how to swim. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, fish that weigh 400 pounds. Sure, I'm going to hang on to that and bubble, bubble. I always tell Lisa, how come the tide's always running one one way when we go over this bridge? <laughs> it's all running south. What's going hey, on with that? You need yeah, some, what is you, with this? You need some snatch hooks? I'm sure Braden can get you hooked up. Yeah, or yeah I Bill. reckon he's got some big old good ones over there. No, I mean, I'll be honest, guys. The state fair is canceled, and you fellas got your ear pretty close to the ground in Plant City. What's going on with Strawberry Festival? I, I you know, I keep looking up, and there's no commitment. Jonathan would probably know more than I guess that you're. It's the same thing. Gino, it's the same thing with everything. There's a certain somebody that I'm not going to get into that if she had her way, she would shut it all down. But I'm just thankful that there are people for us, for the animal side of it, that the the animal stuff is still going on. Now, as far as the for the public to come in and everything else, I have no... No answers. But, it, but it's an outdoor event. You can practice social distancing. Well, there is no social distancing in the Strawberry Festival. You Do not tell anybody there's social well, distancing. Well, but it's just like, but the, <laughs> the thing is, to me, is y'all hit the nail on the head two, two seconds tables. ago. You could put people in a plane. You could put people on a subway train. You can do all this other stuff, but you can't go to a fair that is wide open i don't know manatee um, county fair is open i don't understand why they don't go by that example and see what they're doing I, in a positive way okay. I, I was in Vero, i was in Vero beach yesterday and i saw a frog leg festival yep. that's planned yep. for this you, month you, yep. you and the man on the phone know this very well because of this fine little town that y'all live in uh-huh. when you cross those county lines there are certain individuals in charge that are uh different in every place sure so, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Well, well, you know, the Strawberry Festival is like way better than the state fair. That's like a real old time fair. You know what I mean? And uh, be honest, go to it. My girl comes down from Kentucky every year. You know, we plan to go there. She loves it. And, you know, I mean, I just 
give me, tell me something, folks. You know what I mean? And <laughs> well, I, I know, mean, we're six weeks out from it now, right? Well, I know, you know they're like I said. I know they're not doing any concerts, obviously. Uh, and as far as that goes, I mean, everything else I've heard is it's going to be business as usual. That's what I've heard, except um, for the concerts. Except for the concerts, but I mean, that's like I said, that's all subject to change and somebody's going to get the wind to blow their skirt the right way and, you know, things happen. Well, I, you know, a couple of churches, they're counting on that money, man, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That, oh they'll get that money. They'll, they'll get that money. Don't you worry about it. That part right there, uh, they'll just do an assembly line type thing where, uh, you know, you go and you get your strawberry shortcake and then you go somewhere else and, well, and it's uh, people like the farmers and I mean it's 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 a trickle down effect for everybody and there's a lot of farmers that I mean they look at the festival time as obviously one of their bigger times that they set up their roadside stands and sell their berries and do all their other well, stuff. Well, you got scout and, troops and everything. Yeah, you know, putting yeah. Yeah. things yeah. on the side streets. Well, the thing is, Gene, if you go down there and you get off on North Branch Ford's Road, uh, you go there any day. You look over there on the left-hand side of the road, and there's a fruit stand that's been there for 25 years. And every day you go there, it is elbow to elbow with people, and I don't see anybody out there walking around, uh, you know, falling over dead from C-19. So uh, they're going in there, getting their fresh vegetables, and I think if they do uh, the what the CDC or whatever it is recommends and let people be people, for the most part, uh, I think they're smart enough to do what they're supposed to do. And I think that the Strawberry Festival would probably be a good thing. Now, those who are maybe susceptible to whatever or have fear of it, then don't go. Then don't then go. Don't go. I mean, you know, then don't go. Gun to your head. Yeah, then don't yeah. go. And I think that's the attitude that the Manatee County Fair came up with was like, hey, hey, we trust that you're smart enough to take care of your own health. If you feel like you're going to walk around out here all day with a mask on, then Listen, go right ahead and do it. I cannot say anything about the Manatee that place because I've never been there. But the Strawberry Festival is packed. But Maybe it wasn't, Manatee's it wasn't packed last year. What day did you go on? It wasn't packed there last year. What day did you go on? Obviously, you haven't seen packed at the Strawberry Festival back in the days. Listen, where, that's the one place I don't ever suggest taking a stroller. Or any well, yeah, of those well, things. Well, that's because 90% of it is uh, cypress mulch, and it's hard to push through that stuff. Well, but, I mean, you know, COVID was already a fear when the Strawberry Festival started last year. Yeah, right. but it, so it finished just did. in the nick of time. D- well, to and I point. was in Vegas when it hit last year. You talk about freaking out. Yeah, that's the thing I think that a lot of us forget is uh, how long we've been living with this crap. And, you know, when I say that, I say we're living with this crap because – Sure, lots of people have lost their lives or whatever it is that has happened to them, but uh, there's a lot more that are still alive, and that's the numbers that I always— You're speaking to one. I, I, I always look at the numbers, and I go, why don't you guys ever tout this stuff? It's not how many are dying from it, how many are surviving from it. You know, this ain't— Oh, the, they will come Thursday, buddy. It'll be front page. Yeah, I mean, survivors. That, that's, that's what it should be. I mean, uh, when we said how many— when it, you never said how many troops were over in Vietnam. You always, you know, they didn't, you know, they always want to report on the negative, except when it came to the enemy. You know, you never want to report to any of that. But, uh, you know, civilians, everything else, sure, report on that, but not on uh, the other side of it. You know, if there's a million and a half people that have got COVID in the uh, state of Florida and only, what, 
20,000 people have lost their lives, yeah. at least according yeah, but to here's it. The thing. Okay, but here's my response to that because I had the same conversation the other day. There's a lot more. The cases went up in Florida. Um, take five seconds and count how many tags you see from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Yeah, I was about to say Ohio. Yeah, they're coming from all over the place. So it's good on you, Gino, that you're going to get to go take it back up there to those folks in Kentucky. Good for you. <laughs> they got it. Hey, I'll be honest with you. Right now, Lisa's working about uh, 20 hours of overtime every week with all the COVID cases up there. Yeah. Well, Tell her we say God in. bless it's really you. Bad. It's running ragged in Kentucky. Listen, take take a little uh, stuff up there. Massage your feet when you get a chance. Dote on her a little bit. Make her feel good. Tell her well, thanks. That's, that's what keeps them happy. Tell, tell her, no joke, tell her thank you from a person who's been involved with the medical field for the last six months with my stuff. Thank you for what she does. <laughs> I, you know, absolutely I will. You know, you got, man, you, t- you can have all your doctors, your nurses are your real fighters when you're in here. <laughs> oh. they're, they're the people that's in your corner, man. You uh, know? It, it was funny. I had a little spell in there a couple of weeks ago, and the girls, the, it was amazing that the number of them that came in my room that were like, do you mind if we hang out in here for just a minute? You're a lot nicer than some of the people we're dealing with. I'm like, yeah, really. have at it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, really? really? aggravating when you're in a hospital room, though, man. You know, it's like, take a number. I feel be, like I'm the deli counter at public. Yeah, be, be, be nice to them, and they will be very nice to you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's the way I Of course, be it. nice to everybody. That's my way of looking. That works fine. Well, good luck, Gino, man. We hope everything works out for you. Oh, okay, man, be healthy. Be fine, buddy. It's just testing. Right. I got to get done All once right. a year, and I waited too long. Well, that's... So just your basic MRI, and I just like my doctors there better than anybody I got here. So. Well, there you go. And go get I some... might even call y'all. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> call us from the banks of the Ohio and catch a big carp. We won't, we won't be on the high river. It's going to be cold up there, man. We'll be, <laughs> we want pictures. Be right, safe, man. brother. God bless you, I'll man. Be you good. Colonel Sanders. Ah, yeah, <laughs> All right, we got to go, Gene. Top of the hour. Hey, buddy. Good See luck, you. guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three is right around the corner, so stay right there. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Great deals happening at Brandon Ford today.